it's the Page Avenue Crew Podcast. My name's Adam. I'm Dan. Josh. I'm Ryan. And we have a special guest. His name is Ryan Smith. He's a director of like five Story of the Year videos and an old friend. Also known as Spidey. Welcome, dude. Hey, guys. Yeah. Was it five or was it more, to be honest with you? I don't know. Did you count? Did you know that for sure, Adam? Is it I five? counted earlier. Tell me if I'm missing anything. It? Okay, go. Until the Day I Die, our very first video. Ooh, heard yeah. Take yeah. Me Back from our second album. Mm-hmm. Wake Up, first single from our third album. The Antidote from the same album. And then I'm Alive, yes. the only video from The Constant. Yep, I, think, I guess you're right. Uh, uh, yep. I'm alive. yep, I'm alive, yep. Okay, five. All right. That's a good run. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Run. That's like half of our videos. We couldn't afford to do videos on uh, our self-funded record. So, well, I mean, we did, but we just made Ryan do it all the work instead. Our Ryan. Yeah, it, it was great. the energy. We would have come and hung out with you as well, but we talked about it in the studio in Nashville that one that one day. Yeah, you didn't want to be tortured like 12 degrees running <laughs> through trees and shit. <laughs> I remember yeah, running yeah, yeah. from set to get something and literally thinking that my ankles were going to like, like in X-Men. It was going to take a step. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that was on Everything. I'm Alive, right? Yeah. I'm Alive. It yeah. Cause we were so in Nashville cool. and me and you had to spend that, that whole day. It was like 10 degrees and we were just outside all fucking day. Yeah. All that running, running through the forest stuff. Just running through the woods. It was fucking awesome. But I guess that would be the last like official music video that we did that, that like I didn't do, you know, that we had like a label funded thing, like a label funded professional director, like, um, label funded things. What I'm getting at. That's not to discount, uh, Jordan Phoenix who did miracle. Cause our boy Jordan yeah, is yeah, talented I mean, as shit, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely I'm, I'm the last saying, like of the old school shit. Yeah. That's that, that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But even I'm alive was very DIY. Like, you know, you were hooking us up on that one. You're like, look, just get as much money together as you can from the label. And we'll make it fucking work. And we just. And that was, that was still in my defiance of digital because I was like, fuck that. I'm not shooting digital. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, and I wanted to go. We, we shot that 16 millimeter. Yeah. To make, mm-hmm. to give it like kind of a, the extra horror film 70s look. The grit, you know, you yeah. Yeah you, yeah. you know, you can put filters on shit, but it, you just the, the chemicals are going to do what they're going to do. Dude, we're diving right into this shit. But I, I really wanted to talk about this with you because we answered like last week or the week before a question from some listeners who were, we were talking about video budgets and just budgets in general. Yeah. And we talked about how Until the Day I Die cost $75,000. Mm-hmm. We did a couple that were over 200. I don't remember what Wake Up was. It was up there. And people were like, what the fuck? Like, well, Why does it cost so until much? Until the Day I Die, especially, you know, it's performance video they're like dude i bet they pocketed all kinds of money and i was like no we definitely (laughs) didn't shit just costs money man shit costs money and i I, times have changed i kind of tried to break it down but directly from you talking Mm -hmm. about old school filmmaking using film and shit like that can you educate these folks because i'm sure you've made i'm sure you've made a lot more expensive videos than even the ones you did with us you know i mean you did bigger budget ones than that so yeah so. yeah 500,000 plus dollars <laughs> 3 400,000 yeah it's crazy dude the, the till the day i die was i believe it was like 80 grand yep so right on off the top you got to think 15% is going to markup that's the production company then take 10% that's the director. 
Then take 5%. That's the producer. Then you got to travel. We traveled just uh, three of us or four of us. That was it from L.A. We didn't stay anywhere lab. You know, you have all the just the adding up of things. But just then yeah, logistical you have, stuff. Yep. And then you have 16 millimeter and we shot a, a fuck ton of film. I mean, we didn't scrimp on that. And here's the other thing that, you, that a lot of these young cats don't know. We color corrected, color graded, whatever you want to fucking call it. <laughs> Every frame of raw footage. Nowadays, you're like, yeah, cool. I'm going to cut this down to, you know, whatever, 45 seconds. And I'm going to color correct 45 seconds specifically. And, and it, obviously, that's what it is now. But back then, think about we were in Telecine two days. Two, you know, one day would be 11 hours and the other day would be like six. Just to color correct all the footage. Yeah. At $600, $600 an hour. Yeah. So, yeah, like, to, yeah. to put that in English for everybody, like, you shoot it on film and then you don't just plug it into your computer and the footage is there. Like, you, there's a process of the reels in a machine, digitize, you know, the machine digitizes the film. And in the process, that's when all the color correcting and all the, the changing happens to lock the look of it. And that's expensive. And you know what else happens in that process? I'm just. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but, you know, the funny thing is, is in that process, you said something different than I was thinking. And I was thinking the process, the time in between when it was shot and you, it was in your mind, so much crap can go wrong between the next time you see that film. Yeah. It's film. It could be the lab. You could have flashed it. Who knows what happened in getting back from St. Louis to L.A.? Who God only knows? Did we – I mean, how many – I don't know. It was countless shoots where you're like, are we at a 2-8 the whole day? You know, because you're worried <laughs> any slight adjustments, I mean, you're just dark or you're overexposed. And so that process, you learn as a filmmaker so much because as you as you go into color tele, telecine or color grading, after shitting your pants, wondering if it's going to be great, you do it over and over and over and over again. Guess what happens? Your confidence gets you're not shooting and looking, shooting and looking, shooting and looking. You're actually internally having this badass filmmaker confidence. You know what I mean? Because you're like, oh, bro, it's good. It's all good. It's there. Exactly. You're trusting in what you've been truly building on as a filmmaker. Lighting, and if your lighting is off, or if you're if you're you're not going, ah, oh, don't worry, we'll just crank the ISO to 3200, baby. You know, like <laughs> what? You know, you have overlight and all this crazy. I mean, and that was the other thing, by the way, that when you're shooting film, we had to bring in a shit ton of light. Shit ton of light has a shit ton of crew. Shit ton of crew as a generator now. Not a, not a little putt-putt or a Honda. <laughs> you know, you're talking $600 for that and the person to operate it. Then cables. I remember that that um, until the day I died, we had cables pumping through that place. Remember how hot it was? Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Lenses. Yeah. I couldn't. I broke up. I broke. <laughs> you remember in the video where Dan is screaming uh, towards the end, the peak, and I don't come. I'm not in the. Uh, I probably cut between the two. But when we're in the white graffiti room. When we pop yeah, yeah. back out of this crazy moment when you're live on the stage and I'm uh, camera is, I think, in the middle and the, it's shaking. Yeah. I snapped the back element 
off the camera because I was shaking it so hard. <laughs> we got, I was like, sh we didn't have an image shaker, which is what you have now, or, you know, like uh, Blink-182, the video they did with the, 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 the thing Sam Bear did with the, the, the Save the Teens from Divorce or something for the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah image yeah, shaker, yeah. you know, and they did, it, they did it on... It's like shaking the whole saving, camera, like, yeah. Saving Private Ryan. It's a thing that goes on the tripod or the bottom of the mm -hmm. plate, and it vibrates so you can control it, but... Yeah, I remember, I remember you doing that for sure, like, by hand. We were like, that's how you, that's how you do that? Like, we talked about that forever, yeah. DIY, we, 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 we do it that way, and we break some lenses. Sure. Yeah, I remember just being in every single shot. <laughs> Josh, is, Josh is like, you don't need me for this one, right? It's like, nope, you got to be there. Sorry. You know, it's interesting because I, I coach a lot of young cats. And uh, the, the, the day of the, the performance video is coming back. Kids are really like, whoa, dude, like I want to, and budgets are, you know, you're yeah. having the time and, and, and we're, we're quite tired of seeing concepts like go yeah. make your fucking short film somewhere, but don't like to always attach it to a, a piece of music. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, it needs to yeah. rock. And, that, and I think we're angst or whatever it is, we're ready. It's coming back. And so a lot of these kids are like asking, how do you shoot them? And this, this and that. So Josh, the, the, one of the, the reasons is this. The drummer is always doing the same thing 90% of the time <laughs> on cue. <laughs> yeah. So you are, in fact, and these young guys need to understand this, the fulcrum. You hear that, guys? It was like Dan, <laughs> Dan, Dan and and uh, shoot Dan first because you got to get the, 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 the prima donna out of the way. <laughs> I got to have lunch at a certain time. <laughs> Need my beer open for me. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, you're always shooting the singer first, you know, and then, but you're like, wait, okay, cool. And you kind of know that the drummer <laughs> is going to be, <laughs> is going to be cool with like getting the last shot of the yeah. thing. Cause you basically start here. Then you get over here to, to, you know, oh, actually for Ryan to be over here, Ryan, you know, and then you'd, you'd shoot foreground Ryan onto Josh, or then you'd cross over, you know, you just kind of work your way to the very very bitter end and it's still that, the drummer. that, that yeah. was my that yeah. was my only <laughs> issue with it because it's like okay josh we're gonna do your close-ups now you've been playing drums for eight hours make it look good <laughs> so yeah do yeah. your best right now do it for real this time <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. but that makes so much sense like we especially we're doing we're playing the same stuff on our instruments but we're we're jumping at different times we're fucking headbanging we're in different You're positions rocking. josh yeah. is fixed He's hitting the same drums, you know, the same cymbals, everything. He has to so be there. That makes a lot of sense. So here, uh, so here, when you have, when you're shooting film, you never, I'm being so truthful here. You would never shoot. You would always do full takes of singer. You would always do full takes of drummer because when in doubt, when the singer's doing something shitty in every take or something, <laughs> when in doubt, your overlap is always going to be on the drummer and he's going to be, you know, he's going to get it, get you out of that moment, then cut over to where you would use your film sparingly on the guitar and bass because you would just go up here for a verse chorus on medium ups, you know, your little rock or maybe you'd shout at the beginning of the chorus cool got it got it yeah. i mean how many times we want to see you you know but then you go <laughs> and then you shoot the insert of the guitar up and down and then, you shoot, <laughs> and then you shoot the full bass or the full guitar 
cowboys, which would be just above your legs up for only cowboys. Half, uh, half a guitar, a half a verse and a, a, a solo. I mean, uh, um, unless Ryan, you had a solo. Yep. Got to get solo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had those would always get f- those a lot of time. Or we would do like ninja, ninja stunts, take three. Yeah, like not every <laughs> yeah, band yeah. is like, okay, this next run is okay. We need like three backflips. We need uh, <laughs> yeah. a couple guitar yeah. spins. Yeah, we yeah. always had to waste a lot of film on that. But that was yeah, our yeah. first video until the day I died. So yeah, we, Josh had to learn that. He didn't know he was going to have to well, record I for think, eight I hours. The, the biggest problem of it was it was 9,000 degrees. It was, it was a hard yeah. day. It was yeah. hot. Tiny little club. So hot. What was that place called? Creepy Crawl. And that's the other thing, you, uh, you guys, your crew, you guys went in there and built, like made the, extended the stage and made it bigger and did yep. this like, did this shit that I think they like kept it up, didn't they? They, they kept some stuff for sure. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Some of the stuff that we did for that music video, the venue was just like, oh dope. We got some free improvements and they just kept it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. Dude, you that's know what I remember dope. so vividly speaking of that little club, that little shitty club? To us, it was a little shitty club, and our goals locally were to play the bigger venues and move up, you know, and we didn't understand, although Ryan and I, Ryan Phillips and I were some version of filmmakers coming up. We were editors. We were trying to learn filmmaking and things like that. We didn't understand your vision when you came in and you're like, dude, this is it. This is the place. This is fucking sick. It's all grimy and gross and looks legit, like looks the part. You know, we're trying to do this energetic Mm-hmm. crazy high intensity video and we were like this fucking place we're really? like the creepy crawl man we're so like, much no, bigger this than is that. the spot for yeah. for so many of my rock videos i i because at the beginning of my journey to want to be a director it started in this little club in san diego that i saw pantera offspring all the raddest bands play and it was a place called soma in downtown yeah. we played there a bunch of times mm-hmm. they had an upstairs and a downstairs and the downstairs i saw pantera play and the downstairs the reason it was dangerous is because they had the metal pillars holding the upstairs well <laughs> say no more so i always associate a rowdy concert or whatever visually in a close low ceiling kind of thing and on that video i even put we even put in fluorescent lights to like lower it and make it just feel more uh uh, from the ceiling that is it's a pretty low ceiling anyway yeah but but we were funneling kids out yeah mm-hmm. we had we were like every hour and a half or so we would kind of push 50 kids out not push but you know get them out the back yeah. and bring in another 50 from the front you know it was just people were hot and <laughs> everybody yeah. was soaking wet yeah and now it makes sense if you look back at the video like the energy is awesome and we always we always thought that like performance wasn't as important in a video like we were saying earlier but now it's like that video connected so much more than most of our videos just because of that I think it might be like pound for pound our our best video in the sense that like it captured the essence and like the culture of story of the year at that moment of time, like fucking perfectly. All the kids in the crowd singing along, like looked exactly like us and we looked like them. And it was like the scene, it was like a perfect encapsulation of like that scene that summer. And it was fucking, it's, if you look back at it now, you're like, damn, that's like perfect. I'll tell you an inside 
thing that you guys probably don't even know. <laughs> so um, we left St. Louis, flew straight to Vancouver to shoot a band called Lilix. Oh, yeah. Forgot about them. Yeah. And we were editing uh, the nights and the day in the hotel room your the st- uh, until the day I die. And I would I would go um, on set and this or whatever location scout Frank would be cutting or something. And I remember going back to the hotel like it was late and it was like literally about to have to get turned in the following morning to you guys. And I looked at the cut and I I said I remember I go hit delete <laughs> delete like, that delete I go delete it. He's like what do you mean I go. This is, this ain't no ESPN highlight reel. This needs you need to embrace the chaos, open it up, have it have life to it, let more chaos in by letting things breathe. It was cut two on highlights, you know, and it was like ah, and it, that was a big thing. So that, I don't know if anybody ever knew that, but yeah, and then Frank dude, that's crazy. Out, cut that was just like. There it is. That's bold because it's really easy to hide in that highlight reel, man. It's you don't yeah. have life. It it doesn't feel real. It feels like a highlight reel. You know, I mean, I it, it can be that way in photography as well. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. if everything is too posed or too mm-hmm. clean, not enough fuzz or not. As you're discovering, Ryan with strobe, you're like ah, the strobe yeah. alone, the strobe alone makes it feel like it's important. Important means money was spent, and money was spent meaning fake you see what i'm saying like music in my right you know you and i've talked about it like just it it at least the kind of art or the visuals i want to make of musicians it must come from a place of authenticity now that doesn't mean you know i look back i look back you know i'm a 44 year old dad you know and i want something to look back at all the work that i've done i've done ton of work but i want to look i look back at my older videos and if it, it like the, like I, I don't I, even though some of the videos like the good charlottes and all those were trendsetters i don't feel like i feel like all i was we were doing was kind of what was hip at the time or something and therefore you would overlight you know, you pound more light in. Oh, I, oh, hey, we have 200 grand. Well, we've got to spend it. Put more light up. You know what I mean? Yep. And, 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 yep. and, I, and I mean this from a young filmmaker. You, you justify it by saying, oh, well, yeah, I need, to, I need to flex. I need to show that I'm here. Here means camera tricks and fancy, fancy toys and shit. But mm-hmm. as you put in, and you're kind of doing those with, without any responsibility. You're just doing them, you yeah. know? And so, so nowadays I, I feel like I'm directing videos and, and stuff or even photo. I'm just doing it the way that I've learned all the way from the beginning years. But, but honestly, all of our videos were kind of in that. You guys caught me in this awesome phase of my life where <laughs> you know, I was over a lot of the some stuff or, or maybe your music just, you know, warranted something different because I, Early on, we always had a Pantera thing. You guys yeah. did. <laughs> Energy. I did. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because of that, there's this un, unspoken language. Yeah. You know? I think our styles our styles just worked well together. You yeah. need to go hard. <laughs> yeah. 
I do think your videos, especially at that in like you said in that window of time with us, definitely um they look timeless. And that's super important. I think that's like like what you were saying about the lights and shit. Like uh, you know, for people listening, um, I am like eternally grateful because we talk almost monthly, sometimes bi-monthly. Like you're like a full-on mentor for me these days, you know, like, uh, I'll post something, I'll get a call and be like, and you'll be like, Hey, that's dope. But here's what, maybe think about this or maybe about, think about this, blah, blah. So Man, that's I feel cool, like, but do it better. especially <laughs> through this whole, uh, especially through this whole quarantine, like you've been a straight up fucking mentor for me in, in a lot of different ways. So, uh, yeah. So like you were talking about the lights and, um, and, and it's funny. And I know this has a lot to do with your influence, but like when I'm doing like in my photography, if I'm shooting a band, unless it's like a conceptual thing that I, like I actually need strobes to pull off like a concept, like, dude, I'm kind of like, I really don't use them anymore. Like if I have to shoot something commercial or like portraits for like a hospital or some shit, like, of course I have to do that. Like in the commercial, like advertising stuff, like you have to use strobes, but like anything music, uh, I underlight like fucking everything and I pay way more attention to the shadows and stuff. And I think that has like a big you're definitely like a big influence for that, you know? I'll never forget that like, you told me something that like I think about before every single shoot. It's like, dude, I shoot for the wall. Like, you know, I, you got to get content and everything, especially these days, but like you shoot for the wall, you want to make that iconic image that's going to hang on a wall, not just like in an Instagram feed and that's it. And dude, um, those timeless photos, those photos that are for the wall and shit, they're never just like five point lighting and some dude against like a seamless backdrop. Like it's raw, it's fucking real, it's it's natural light or some kind of window light or just some kind of like fucking cool raw moment that's gritty and everything. And I, 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 I say that just one, just to say, uh, you know, publicly like, holy shit, like thanks for being such a fucking mentor for me. But um, I think that ethos and that mindset, like if people like, watch our videos and like, look at your dude fucking right now, pause his podcast and look at his website or his Instagram and shit. You'll see. It's like, it's just fucking so cohesive and it's awesome. And you just have a way that you do shit. And it's like really understated and punk rock at the same time. It's so fucking dope. Well, thank you. You know, I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 60% of the time sex Panther works every time. Let me say one more thing too. We think you're cool too. We think you're cool too. But we're we're letting Ryan give give it give you all the love first. <laughs> um, <laughs> when we first started working with you, I remember talking to Adam specifically. And I probably talked to the other dudes. It was like, wow, this guy's so high energy. He just moves so fucking fast, you know. And like, remember that Adam? We were just like really taken back. Like, wow, this guy just fucking goes. And it's just like, nope, next shot. Nope, next shot. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I remember really thinking that on Take Me Back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I really identify with that because I'm a high energy kind of spaz, you know? So, like, I really identify with that kind of energy and shit. And I, uh, you know, I, last year I spent some time at that agency. And I was on a lot of, even though they're commercial shoots, like, I was on a lot of these shoots. And holy fuck, in the real world, time is money. And... You can't sit there and obsess like I'm going to spend eight hours obsessing over this one little thing and blah, 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 blah. Like it doesn't fucking work like that. You got to go, 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 go. You know, so uh, it's weird how even now, fucking 10 years later, 15 years later, like stuff that I learned from you or observed you or watched you do, 
I'm still fucking going like, holy shit. Like, that's that's real. Like, that's how it goes, you know? Thank you, man. I'm, yeah. I, am, I am a perfectionist. But what I've kind of learned is what I like in my own work and what I clearly don't like. I don't give a rat's ass if it's Eminem. I don't give a, I don't give a rat's who in the fuck it is. If I don't like it, I'm not using it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't make this shit. I, I make it for myself. And then if I'm pleased and if I'm stoked, then damn, everybody else will too. And if you don't, I don't know. I mean, whatever. But I mean, I, I had to learn that through years, years of deep scars or just being shoved. I mean, shoved under just fighting. I mean, dude, I've had to fight. I mean, yeah. I mean most of my big, most of my big stuff is artist relationships now because artists know that I go to bat and I'm not any jaded than I was when I was 19. You know, I still love this, but there is a right and a wrong way to do things, you know what I mean? Or a way to get, not a right and a wrong way to do something, no, but to get a look or to get a certain product. Yes, there is. It's filmmaking and it's, you know, right now we're in a crazy time of, (laughs) you know, shoot from the hip, see what you got kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's different. It's different. Um, I'm adapting though. It's different. Authenticity is the thing that, yeah. that, you, that you're trying to get, you know, and you're good it at is. it. Is I try to do it though, where there's still something special about it. You know, I'll always be a filmmaker. And the reason I got into photo in the first place is because budgets were taking the shit. You know, you think about a 500 and whatever it is, an $80,000 Duran Duran video, and the next video was like a buck 20, and you're like, what? A buck 20. <laughs> Which is a lot now, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot now. And then, you, you know, you're like, it, it, it changes. The whole, the whole scene changed. Yep. So, you know, and then the big thing was gear. Gear changed. That, yeah. I don't talk about that too much but in, in our business, but the gear was a humongous tidal wave um it allowed uh a whole new regime Mm -hmm. to take forth uh specifically in music videos specifically yeah Mm -hmm. um and i can't i can't necessarily fault it because the music business is really really good at adapting to good enough (laughs) Yeah. 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 Good enough. Good enough. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We can make money being good enough. (laughs) That's very true. Very true. Every every bad situation that the economic times have on our business, they learn to adapt, and good enough becomes the standard. So it never really goes back. It doesn't go back to the good old days, the glory days, to you know trailers and five hundred dollars worth of candles in your trailer and shit no (laughs) yeah yeah you're driving a set with a box lunch (laughs) yeah yeah hey ryan smith let me ask you kind of a serious question because that's what i do yeah um i've probably never talked about this on the on this podcast but um i know i've kind of quote unquote blogged about it on my instagram where um i have this thing where like 29 and a half days out of the month, I want fucking, I just, I'm just like, go, 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 go. I wake up fucking pumped to do my jobs, to do, to do music, to do photo. And I'm just like full of all this motivation and energy and passion. I just fucking love it. 
And then sometimes I just get so, um, you know, stuff with being in a band gets really, really hard stuff with like when shit just gets so hard. Like sometimes like I just have that one like hour window on a random Sunday where I'm just like, fuck all this. I just want to grow a beard and like be a woodworker and live in the mountains and just fuck everything. Like I'm just going to hit reset. I'm going to hit reset on my life and I'm just fucking out. I'm done with all this shit. Uh, it only lasts for like an hour or two. And then I'm just like back. I I'm supposed to be creative. I'm supposed to be playing guitar and playing with cameras. Like that's my fucking destiny. That's my lot in life, you know? But do you ever have days like that where you're just like at your fucking wits end and you're just like, fuck this whole business. I want to do something else all the time. (laughs) <laughs> okay okay that makes me feel a little better <laughs> i don't think anybody who's really good at something creative is does not have that you know a lot of times yeah i would i would assume i mean i'm a better husband i'm a better father i'm a better person when i'm working that's who i am um and that doesn't mean i'm not a good any one of those things when i'm not but i know how i feel i feel like i'm superman um and when I'm not working, it's a lot of self-doubt, a lot of self-doubt. You know, I have, I have my, I, I don't even use Instagram anymore except for just to do a post, look at the first couple pages, and I'm out. I delete the app. When I want to post again, I upload the app. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I understand yeah. the need for it, you know what I mean? But Yeah, it, we've talked about this a lot. Yeah, you know, that's uh, since that's been gone, you know, uh, I think the struggle is what you're looking for as an artist, to be honest with Mm -hmm. you, because it kind of sucks when everything's great. I mean, you know, it's easy. You know, you, you, you look for things, even as an artist, it might not be in your work, but you look for things in your life to create struggle. That's how you know you're an artist because you're sabotaging something mm-hmm. to have. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? That's what yeah, yeah. we do. Nah, everything's going too good. I should probably fuck this up. I should fuck this up. Yep. Something yeah, needs yeah. to happen. I need to do something. I need chaos. I need this. Yeah. Or desperation or mm-hmm. uncertainty or just, you know what I'm saying? Or, or just as simple as just, I'm still fucking nervous before shoots. You know, I'm still like fucking full of doubt. Like I, like tomorrow I have a call with this agency in Kansas city, that's given me like a shitload of work. And I'm like already fucking super anxious and nervous about it. And I go into a lot of shoots just like fucking God, do I suck? Like, am I fucking terrible? Am I going to fuck this up? Blah, blah. But then after the shoot, you're just like in your car and you fucking jam some music, you turn the windows down and you're like, fuck yeah, it's the best job in the world. I nailed this shit. You know, Definitely it's like that. Down. those, you ride those waves, dude, the ups and downs and the like, that's, that's life though. You know? You got to be that way during the shoot because, you know, it's like shooting film. Remember I said the first time you shoot, you're like, I'm in debt, 70 grand. I know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that, next thing yeah. you know, you're six months in, you're like, yeah, fuck it. Just 35 millimeter in that camera. Let's do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, yeah. I'll DP it. You know, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and you got, I, like, I don't get nervous before shoots anymore. I get, a, I get this crazy, cock strong energy <laughs> like it's go time no i get that i get it on shoots it's just before it like leading up to it i'm just like yeah you know. i think I, I think we're the same with like recording or being in bands you know because yeah i'm like yeah. very I, i'm always doubting every 
thing that I write or every, every, you know, song performance or whatever, but when we're playing or whenever I'm actually recording a vocal, yeah, I get that like, fuck it. I'm fucking good at this and I know what I'm doing right now. Now I have the confidence, but yeah, but you, you, you think about it. It's, you know, drive you crazy beforehand. But Ryan, those agency people are looking for that. And for the filmmakers that are listening to this podcast and stuff, that's what they want. They're hiring the confidence there. Yeah. You are in that situation, but it needs to be in that. It needs to be in your eyes. It needs to be mm-hmm. in, hey, are you are you liking? Oh, I love how this is. What, you know, and how yeah, all that. I mean, I think client relations is the first job task you have. Mm-hmm. Photographer is, I don't know, down to, 10 on your list, you know, click. That's when you go to work. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're, di- you're directing everybody. You're telling everybody yeah, yeah. what you want, how you want your light. You're looking at five different things at once, wardrobe, yeah. pleasing client, talking them off the ledge so they can go talk to their client that everything is going to be great. Yeah. I, I am happy, uh, a little relieved to hear that someone of your caliber, because like people listening should know that like, dude, you've been at this for decades and you've had some serious success, man. Um, so it kind of makes me relieved to hear that you kind of have those thoughts too, you know, cause dude, like on the music side of stuff, it's just for every cool victory, there's fucking 20 disappointments. Oh, you didn't get that tour. Oh, that single's not hitting. Uh, oh, the record labels fucking doesn't want you on around anymore. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I'm saying? For every cool thing that happens, there's fucking dozens that, that, fans don't know about it's just you know it's mostly misses you know and then with the photo stuff it's like i don't know it's it's it takes a a a certain personality type to keep persevering in a industry that is just riddled with so much rejection you know and yeah you know what i'm saying my my you know to be to to get super real i might have to hit something here in a minute you know but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the death, the death pick of me, me and we and we've talked about this, but the death of me was my firstborn. He crushed me as an artist. I mean, everything that I once knew was gone. I became a coward. I became scared. I became. I didn't know how to cope with fear. Um, every job I would do would be like a. Uh, uh, trying to convince it to be something that would be easier to do. Because God, I, I didn't want to, I couldn't take on the stress. But going, get my second born brought me back into a different way of confidence. See, I'm an overly confident person. I have zero ego. I am an overly confident person in the very few things that I can do fucking dope. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. I won't screw in a light bulb. I can't guarantee you I'm going to do it right. <laughs> You know what I mean? But you want to give me yeah. $600,000 and me to execute something that you're going to exactly know exactly to the tone of what I'm going to shoot. Any moron can write a treatment. Any moron. It's just words on a fucking piece of paper. Three pages deep. Helicopter's going to do this. You're going to go do this. <laughs> this is going to happen this. Has any asshole looked at the fuck- motherfucker's real? <laughs> no. Dude, you know how many treatments did we go through back in the day? Exactly. Yeah. With oh, fucking okay. helicopters? Just insan- insanity. And then we were like, no, we're going to hire Ryan Smith because we know that he can get it done. So, yeah. 
Every other treatment we read for two years was about us in a secret bunker. And like, <laughs> well, we did those videos too. Yeah. Directors yeah. wanting to do movies and they think yeah. directing, uh, having $50,000, $60,000 uh, to go play and do a movie is going to turn into something. They need to stop thinking that. It doesn't do it. I already did that. It didn't work. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's a different thing. It's agencies don't even want to see, my God, if they see, if they see with a microphone or a guitarist my god what is that i don't i don't know it doesn't make sense i don't know i need to see the red balloon why because we have a girl with a red balloon walking down the stairs oh okay i need to i need to have a girl with a red balloon on my damn portfolio you have to start thinking like that you know what i mean you can't yeah, yeah. perfect you just gotta ride your lane i mean that's kind of what if you if you look at my work it was all over the place and where it's going now is like a Lamborghini going 240 down a very, very narrow road. And I'm okay with that because I know nobody's on that road or very few. You know what I mean? And if you want to come shop on that road or get on that road, you're basically calling me. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I want to do. That's what I enjoy. It doesn't mean I can't separate and play, but it has come through years and years, decades, decades mm -hmm. of doing videos. I want to ride in your Lamborghini with you. I would love that. I would love it. <laughs> Is it only a two-seater? Can I get in? <laughs> Dude, I want to go back to, um, well, first I want to respond to something that you said before about um, what you get out of a video as an artist doing it for yourself and how that relates to budget and how that has always related to budget for you, especially like when you kind of got towards the end of your your video run and when, you know, the industry was kind of collapsing. A lot of people don't know that, and this is this has kind of always been a thing in some way, but there are things you do to pay the bills and there are things you do to make it all worth it to be fulfilling. And for most music video directors from the old school, it, it got to the point where it was like, you do a bunch of commercials for corporations and shit that pays the bills. And then you'll go make a couple thousand dollars for a lot of work and a very little sleep and all that kind of shit, just because you have to, to fulfill, to, to be fulfilled as an artist, right. And to have fun and to like connect like in your case, like you've always said, you just fucking love music, you know? Mm -hmm. So you're not mm -hmm. doing, you weren't ever doing music videos because you were trying to go like the Mark Webb route. You know what I mean? No. You just wanted to make sick fucking music videos with bands that you loved. And you and I and, and Ryan always talked about uh, 90s music videos that like kind of like the peak, you know, the glory days, all, all that really influential shit. So when it comes to something like going back to the, until the day I die, talking about that, you know, say it's an $80,000 budget. And you get 10% as a director. Number one, you were splitting that with another guy at the time. So just mm -hmm. a few thousand bucks to do a lot of work, be away from home, the whole nine yards. And you don't know necessarily when your next paycheck is. No. You know, you're not clocking in. You don't know what your weekly salary is. You don't have the 401k shit. So that few thousand bucks has to last for as long as it has to last. Exactly. You know, so people saying like 8,000 bucks, like, dude, I'll fucking do that for 8,000 bucks. But yeah, will you live... A life, though, where you just have to make that last for as long as you have to make that last. Can you deliver something for that money? You know what I mean? There's like all these things that people don't think about when it comes to mm -hmm. that. You know, a lot of people, you know, think about this. Nobody likes to talk about it, but 80, it's very, very, very simple to make 80,000 look cheap. You can make 80,000 look like 40,000 like that. But can you make 80,000 look like a buck 60? Right. That was the key. 
That was what I always wanted to do. And that, to me, does not mean get the Ferrari. It doesn't mean this, that, and in between, and six different locations, and two company moves later. It meant simplify and perfect. Get more shots. Dive in and get the coverage. Not just TRT. Uh, a TRT, I call TRT directors. Uh, TRT stands for total running time. So it's not hard to get visuals on a, over a piece of music for a total running time. But can you maintain that visual language, that visual tone? Um, is it going to be interesting? Uh, do it over three and a half minutes. Do it on budget. Do it with all those things um, and, and hit the brand, all that stuff. Um, what else was I saying? I've got opposite <laughs> We're just talking about the idea of it might seem like a bunch of money, but when that's just oh. completely inconsistent, unpredictable, it's different. Yes, but you know you also kind of hold out for those big, big jobs where you make, you know, you 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 hopefully get your work up to speed and you get it in the right hands, or someone believes in you and you you get you know, 600,000 or 400,000. And now you're making 40 grand or 60 grand mm -hmm. for, for a week or two of work while you're prepping and your reps getting you another job and you're writing a treatment for this, or, you know, but you, you brought up something that kind of triggered something in me going back to like my early days was, I think I just wanted to be in the band not in the band but be a part of the band yeah i enjoyed the band process or the band the dynamic the dynamic yeah and and what it takes underdog and then seeing it rise it's just something that i genuinely to this day with the with the artists i work for with we we do that we see that we you know it's 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 fun to kind of rise with the artist and, and not just be a hired gun. Dude, yeah. that's, 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 uh, to me, most apparent with your work with yellow wolf, dude. Cause that's, you can see the chemistry. You can see the relationship, especially like, uh, you know, any behind the scenes stuff I've seen, like I, you just essentially are, are that you're like their dude, you know, his dude, you know, and I, I know he has total trust in you and you guys, that relationship is more than just photographer artist. It's like, you guys are fucking artist, artist, bro, bro, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think it's also important to mention that, yeah, there was a time where, you know, a label wouldn't flinch about spending, you know, half a million dollars for a video, blah, blah. We don't necessarily live in that world anymore. And, um, you have to adapt. And I, and my conversations with you, you know, a lot over the last year, it's been really cool to see like the things that you're doing to adapt, you know, like teaching yourself fucking new skill sets, just going like, you know what, I'm not going to have a crew, a giant crew, like on a photo job. Like I'm just going to do more shit myself, you know, strip stuff down and be a fucking wolf and go out and get your meal, dude. And I think that's so dope. Dude. I thank you very much. I actually sold my Tesla got a black on black minivan <laughs> the back seats i got a minivan I'm, I'm i'm in the minivan gang with you and i write that puppy off i shoot out of it artists change out of it i eat out of it yeah. i tailgate out of it <laughs> my gear is in there and it's just me and the artist 
And it's just, yeah. I mean, the biggest of the biggest, just sitting in there, putting their luggage in there. We go drive around, hang out for the day in the minivan. I mean, I should make a fucking podcast out of that, like plant. I mean, it's, it's a reality <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I would watch yeah. you and you and Yellow Wolf riding around in the minivan. I'd watch that show. <laughs> we change clothes in crazy places, but that's my point. Is that yeah? Your point, Ryan, is just yeah. yeah adapt. I've even started editing clips and doing. I never yeah, really dude. edited my stuff. Uh, you know, you just hire an yeah. editor. But then you're like, wait a minute. I'm just telling these motherfuckers what to do all the time. <laughs> yeah. I just. Yeah. I have time. Let's do it. So yeah, you know. yeah. I think it's cool, especially like you know we were talking twenty minutes ago about the technologies just getting so like you know who you're competing against, like not me with the band, but me with the photo with the camera, and then you also like we're now competing with this whole generation of twenty year old kids that don't have wives and families, don't have mortgages, that can go out and buy technology for you know go get a Black Magic. Or on the photo side, go get a fucking Sony or a 5D or some shit and go out and like deliver like fucking pretty awesome work, you know? And I think people from the old generation that are like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm too good to edit my own photos or I'm too good to touch a light. I'm too good to blah, blah. I, those people aren't, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think they're like adapting in a, uh, in the way that's going to ensure like long-term survival. I think dudes like you that are like, I'm a fucking wolf and I have to eat, you know, and I'm going to figure shit out and change with the times and evolve and adapt. And I just, it's really fucking cool to watch. Cause there's times where I'm like, God, dude, am I just doing everything wrong? Am I doing everything backwards? Like, just cause I've always thought, especially now, you know, that it's 2021 and it seems to me like every year that goes by, it's better to have like, not to specialize in one thing. That shit's for fucking robots. Insects and robots specialize in one thing. And it's better to be a jack of all trades, you know, and know and be able to pivot and just like, oh, this job's gone. Okay, I can go to this one. Oh, this thing's gone. Okay, I can go to this. And just, you know, just have your, uh, have like a very wide skill set and be able to do, wear multiple hats and do multiple jobs and shit like that. And I think it's cool that uh, a lot of people from that old generation don't think like that. And, and you're really coming around to that. It's fucking cool. Well, thank you, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's everything now feels like a Comcast bundle. You gotta just <laughs> <Yeah>. offer the <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, I have got a drone for you right now. Let me... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If I sign this contract, oh, does it come with a blowjob? Let me ask you now. Yeah. You know, you gotta bundle the world. I just did. Uh, the, the funny thing was, was uh, Ryan. I just did Yingling the beer with Lee Bryce yeah. yesterday. Photos for Yingling and him, and. Uh, not one light, just yeah. on his farm, and uh, and and someone said, "Right, well, you, you don't need to make sure you you don't have to capture the one." I'm like, "Shit, I get the one." <laughs> You're like, "Well, I'll fuck, get fuck the that. one." Well, I'm gonna have the one. It's 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 just doing it your way and doing it with confidence and mm -hmm. taking the years or whatever to to refine your craft and to say, "Well, yeah, I guess I can do this, and I can." Uh, light interior i can light with the best of them but it's not as fun it's not as fun i mean lighting if i do a music video it's a different headspace than doing a photo shoot sure. i'm doing a photo shoot i need to get in the hang mode i need to be super chill daylight blah 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 be squirrely and fun and in a video world i'm you're a general of an army and you better you i have a different approach and i whip 
I whip it into shape and keep it moving because at the at the end of the day, as a director, you're the only one to fail. Everybody's looking at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. We're all waiting for you to tell us what to do. <laughs> Absolutely. Dude, and, and, and yeah. that's a uh, that's something that should be like noted. You said something earlier that reminded me of that. Um a lot of people talk, you know, you hear horror stories about directors just being complete fucking maniacs on set, <laughs> egomaniacs or just being assholes and just barking orders and being like completely devoid of compassion, right? But mm-hmm. if you think about it, if every minute costs X amount of dollars and everyone's looking at you to make this shit happen, like I, I can see how, I mean, there was like one moment where I, I saw you, I heard you just yell, like, I don't give a fuck, just do it. <laughs> um, and it was on, uh, take me back. Like we were trying to get the shot coming out of the door, the kid leaving mm-hmm. and something wasn't right. They were trying to light it. They're having problems with the lights and you go, I don't give a fuck if it's lit, just shoot it lit or not shoot it. <laughs> And yeah. I was like, Ooh, he's kind of pissed. But <laughs> you think about it like, yeah, every second you wait, talk about union rates and everyone, all this shit's happening. And it's like, everyone's looking at you, labels looking at you. Like, and I'm you also know? being told by other people that they're pulling the plug. If you don't leave now, or I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting whispered by executive producers and all these things. And half the time I'm, I'm stealing shots. I'm 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 sending certain people to go do certain things for me while I'm trying to get something illegal or, or you know not illegal but something a little more honest or a little bit like let me not go through the committee to get this shot. Yeah, I don't like, get, a, like a one chance like okay just go fucking do it real quick and then we're gonna get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you don't know what I'm looking for just do it. Get, yeah, yeah. get it moving just and let me it. and then nobody stops you when it's in motion when action is action uh, no one's gonna be like no one ever would yell cut you don't do that right so they would let that monstrosity happen and then i would just get up from where i'm at and walk away <laughs> from everybody and start directing a whole thing yeah 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 it's all like all kinds of moves dude but speaking yeah, of I, I, illegal stuff sorry to cut you off but we should tell some stories before we run out of time. We should tell some stories about some of the videos sure, and some of the shit that went down. If you have some memories, but I want to bring up one thing. There's a cut of, there are a couple different cuts, director's cuts, I guess you could call them of take me back that have some really, really funny dope shit in there that the label made us take out mm-hmm. because of what MTV standards were at the time and whether or not it would get played. If there was like, yeah, yeah. You know, something illegal happening or like, you know, if someone dies, if there are guns, like all these things that just you don't get played on MTV with it. Yep. That shit didn't get played on MTV regardless. So I'm bummed that we left out a few things like the kids acting a fool. There was some good shit where they were driving and they were like throwing beer bottles at the uh, stop signs Sign. and shit like that. Yeah. Did that is that and not also in there? They, That's not in the real one? No, stealing the, stealing the beer was another one. That yeah. I, yeah. They wouldn't allow me to throw them in my edit. Yeah. I just remember you're at it because we loved it. And then it was like, we have to take this out. We have to take this out. It's like, fuck. Yeah, they had to throw the money so they technically weren't stealing it. Nah, that's right. I have a, <laughs> right? a funny story about Take Me Back was I remembered conducting during the performance, arranging for a fight scene to happen. Oh, yeah, um, at the party, right? At the party. And I was to get the coverage. I didn't want to just cut to the party. I wanted to be in mid, I wanted that fight to be happening during a performance moment. You know yeah. what I mean? Where you're like fucking we're Dan or whoever's just fucking screaming. And then you just, you rack focus back to this fight. Which happens at many shows. Yes, that is, that, that would yeah. happen. Yeah. And then you cut into the fight and then you're done. Well, I remember doing it 
and mid right when I go action, but the whole the the, the you guys were performing the whole time. You didn't know when I was going to do it, or you didn't know that I was doing it. Yeah, yeah, I remember when that. The, when the fight broke out, you all stopped because <laughs> yeah. you thought a real fight broke out at the video set. I'm like, no. No, no, keep going, keep going, keep going. Fuck. <laughs> so I, I was happy to see that we, we conducted a proper. <laughs> it worked. It worked. Yeah. But at a real show, we would probably stop and be like, whoa, whoa what the fuck? Who the, what's, what fucking asshole? Stop it. And I also remember a cool little director moment, though. I, I do remember because the last shot of the two days of shooting was, in fact, the last shot of the video. Oh, uh, yeah, the kids in the truck. I, yeah, and I remember shooting that what, one particular shot, and I had the playback always in my ear or playing so I could figure out how I wanted to move the camera. I remember looking at, I don't know who it was, my AD or my DP. And I was like, dude, this is going to be a banger because just the way it was fading out. I'm like, this is a, you know, and seeing that kid and just knowing what we had shot over two days, yeah. two nights. That yeah. was the one thing, the label, was late nights. the label. Yeah. They fought me because they were like, can't you just make this like shenanigans during the day? And I was like, no, you can't. You can't. Well, that can save money. And I'm like, yeah, that's not the whole but That's point. That's not when this would happen. Yeah. 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 And I remember something else about that video. We were still holding on. We were going to shoot an alternate ending where the kids walk uh, something military-esque. But we all thought, nah, let's not, let's not hang on that one and let it go. I mean, I remember talking to all of us. Oh, like the idea was because the original idea that got shot down with the label too was it was going to be like a period piece set in the 70s and this was like their last night before they got drafted yeah, and went away drafted and goes away and we were like let's just leave it like this it was simple and perfect it's beautiful dude i love yep. i love that video yeah the video is fucking dope so concept wise until today i died was performance entirely you guys shot some other stuff but it ended up being performance only take me back full narrative concept kind of thing with performance mm -hmm. antidote was just performance with stock footage mm -hmm. i'm alive was just concept no performance I, I i performed my running in the woods okay hey we all acted yeah you, dan sang yeah no band performance <laughs> the flare, yeah, dan. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah the flare dude i had boils on my hands for like three months <laughs> after that because i was holding that fucking yeah, shit yeah. singing and it was just burning my fucking hands the whole night i had to act like i was driving an ambulance yeah <laughs> really cool video yeah that video's rad um do you guys remember where we played the paramedics and we had to act a little bit? Yeah. Like I, Adam, I think it was me and you. They had to like look at each yeah, other, yeah. like startled. Yeah. Like or like. <laughs> do you, that dude, was your acting it is debut. So, yeah. Dude, it's so fucking hard. Acting is the hardest shit ever. I had I had to like run up to Dan and like check him out and actually yeah. like talk to him. I, yeah, yeah. So, I, like, I was like, <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> Reenacted with me right now. You can't, can't, you can't do it. Can't do it. I'm not. That, it. I'm not. I'm, I'm not in that mind space, man. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I need to prepare for Josh that. Josh is a method actor, so it's gonna. I mean, he can't. You can't just ask him to just yes, jump into of it. Course, of course. I gotta, I gotta go work as a paramedic for about three months before we can do that. <laughs> do you guys? Do you guys remember how we? Um, the young filmmakers, I love hearing this. Do you remember how we um, smoked up the, the entire woods? <laughs> like what the uh, method was? No. How did we do that? No, I don't remember. 
on the way to set, I bought $150 worth of uh, oh, smoke yeah. bombs at a fireworks shop. Oh, yeah. oh, nice. Right. And I lit them and I hand them to different PAs that were just running around like <laughs> idiots. And- yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> and it just lingered enough. It was perfect. Yeah. That was freezing, too. Yeah. yeah. It was really cool and fun. Like, I loved running around the woods with you just fucking DIY style with a camera and me just tripping over shit and like... It was really cool, but that yeah. was a hard fucking day. That was, that was a hard day. That was hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anybody watching that video, it was not easy. We worked hard on that one. For wake minimal up money. was aggressive, yeah. too, though. Speaking of smoke. Dude, wake, oh, wake up was great, Wake too. up's fucking awesome. That was, you know, I have a regret on that video. What's that? I wasn't in it more. <laughs> we need more jobs. I feel, <laughs> looking back, I feel that we didn't have time, me and my crew, didn't have time to work out properly the image shaker on that. And it's too shaky for me on mm-hmm. certain mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And I found myself cutting around things that if I had been more, um, judicious prepped on with the use judicial. Yeah. Judicious. Cause it was just time. Time was of the essence. Like it always is on one day shoots and yeah. blah, 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 blah. So I, 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 you know, you, 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 re, you can always in hindsight look back. Um, but then you're, it's not short yeah. energy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like your trade off, I don't know. I remember looking back at that video thinking, God darn it. Cause I just, I remember knowing what I wanted to do. But it didn't. I didn't see it in the in the. I had to cut closer or something because of the image shaker. Anyway, yeah. I like that we filmed there because I've seen it in oh, so yeah, many dude. things since yeah. then, all the time. Yeah, that's what I was gonna like, say it's, too. It's it's in they, everybody films there. The new yeah. one, the new one where it's like I will have a brioche. Bur- bur- you know the Star yeah, Trek yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Mark Hamill and. Yeah. Oh yeah. really? Holy shit! Yeah. Yeah. Tom Segura yeah. filmed that fucking like dance video with like Burt Kreischer gets That's stabbed. The it's the same place. Yeah, nice. dude. I text Ryan Smith every couple months. Like, dude, there it is again. There it is again. Just like send a link, send a picture. Like all over the place. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. What's rad though is when we shot it. I remember you telling us specifically, no one has shot here yet. This is a brand exactly. new location, really? so it's gonna look fresh. Yeah, they had yeah. just moved nice. everything out of there, the factory or the warehouse or whatever, mm-hmm. and we're going to start renting it out, and we were one of the earlier ones to do it. The place is dope. That little environment that you built for Dan with, like, the flag in the background and the wind. Like, yeah. dude, it looks so fucking dope. headquarters kind of thing? Yeah, that shit holds up. It's so legit. It was great. It far exceeded our expectations. Like, we wanted exactly what it was, and you you nailed it, but I could see, you know, looking back on it, of course, there's always things you can do better or more, yeah, no, you know. I love that scene. All that stuff in the in the control room was great. So all good, the, dude. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I just got rushed. I got yeah. rushed on my performance, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, and so yeah. you're just making, picking what you want and what not want, but that's, I, again, I think that's what a music video director is, to be honest with you. Learning to, to direct with while going through the punches. Yeah. yeah, man. You got to be able to just bam, 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 you know? Yeah. And despite all the planning and everything that goes into it, there are always those moments that you on set just have to, it's just like recording music or doing anything, you know, in the moment you have to say, no, oh, this isn't quite right. We need something else. And even like the main dude, the main, like, I don't know, of our fucking gorilla team, whatever. Yeah. Main dude was my friend Christian Meadows, you know, from another band that we toured with who was there just hanging out because we were, you were trying to pick somebody as like kind of the key extra yeah. or whatever with Dan. And you're like, yeah, I don't know. We need somebody like better. 
And I was like, well, my friend's here. He's cute. And then he just became the dude, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, he's yeah. perfect. He's, he looks perfect. He's good looking. There. He's very good looking. You know, the, uh, what, the made me look like shit. It's bullshit. <laughs> One of the most commonly asked questions is, is my shot list or how much this or this and that. And it's really simple. None. <laughs> I have a, I, I don't. I, shot list. Make the video awesome. <laughs> That's yeah, it. Because the second you get, the second you put your feet out of bed, you might not know it yet, but you've already got 10 X factors coming away, coming right at you. And then by the time you get to your car and Lord knows you talk to your producer before you even get to your car, you got another 30. So before you even get to set a shot list, what? It's, 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 you have, I have what's called, I, I, I have what's called an action list. So I have worlds, worlds, Dan in, uh, until the day I die, Dan performing in front of green wall, Dan performing in white room, Dan, uh, band performance in main hall, three worlds. There you go. If bands were, ba- you guys were, I wish we could have captured you guys on all the Vespa writing we did that day. We just didn't have cameras rolling. Yeah. Nobody Nowadays, knows about, well, we did. We were filmed it all upstairs. We had like the whole party sequence. We were going to do a whole different video that nobody knew about. All like the camcorder style shit. Yeah. It was going to be like a jackass video. And then, you know, we just made it a performance video, which was a way better idea. You know, there's just improvising all the time. And, you know, it's just, I think that's the, I mean, even when you start working with like, like even the Eminem one, you know, that was the hard, it's a hard one because like he wants to look at every single cake (laughs) that he does. So every pass, he wants to go sit back and look at every take. Now, at first I was like, what is this guy? What? (laughs) <laughs> Every day, I mean, I'm, I'm getting. He, like but he doesn't he, trust me at all. What yeah. he was doing was he was memorizing what he wanted to do visually mm. at the same point of the yeah. song. Oh, like his performance, like choreography, kind of in his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thousand percent, Dan. One thousand. I can see that because if I see me, myself doing something stupid in one take, I'm like, okay, don't do that again because that's and so fucking if he dumb. If likes him, he would know to do that thing at yeah. that point in the song. And by the time that you were kind of done, he had it all going. But what he did was he put me back two hours behind schedule. Yeah. And I had to get to my second location to a cemetery where I only had night ordinance to light up the, you know, a big crane in the air till 10 o'clock. Once 10 o'clock comes, I can still shoot there, but that crane has to go down. Now, what the hell am I lighting a cemetery if I can't, you see what I'm saying? What video was yeah. this? It's a yellow wolf one with Eminem on oh. it. Oh, yeah, right. And now I got Eminem in my, 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 my hairs, you know, and you're like, Dude, just cool video. I got, I got this. I got, this. bro. You know, but you can't just bro Eminem. You know, yeah, you yeah. Can't do that at all. <laughs> you got to hear him out, execute what he wants, and then just scramble on the back end. You know, again, shot list. <laughs> yeah, no shot list. Yeah, you just yeah, get, no it. Shot get it. You do it until you get you it. Right. Know what you need. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, man. You can you can paralyze yourself with that shit. I'm nowhere on your level, but like. Even if I shoot bands and stuff, a lot of it is just chaos. It's me just fucking running around all high energy. Just like sometimes the band's like, well, what's this guy doing? What the fuck's going on? Like, what's he doing? We're still Dude, like that just, with Ryan you, in our band. Just period. <laughs> yeah, but you can like, you can just over plan and try to have every detail worked out and treat it like it's a fucking math problem. And then it just 
doesn't work. Yeah. It just, it never, it's, it just never works. Never. The, typically in the photo shoots that I do, the kind of photo shoots that I'm hired for, there's zero stress because mm. it's, it's 1000% artist vibe there. And you're, you know, you, you have to execute with your crew. If you, if you have a crew, a photo shoot, you know, a crew of two mm -hmm. and you're yep. telling them what you want ahead of time, but you you must maintain that vibe, mm -hmm. but polar opposite. Like we said, 30 minutes ago, video shoot. No, you know, it's time to give everybody a rope, everybody a rope, but you as a director need to have your hands on every single rope. If you've told someone what you want and they're not getting you what you want, you tug on that rope and grab that sucker back and tell them what you need <laughs> or I'll do it myself. Yep. But that's yep. your job. You need, you're tugging on different reins, getting your guys to actually, you know, there's good cop, bad cop, but photo. No, man, if you're shooting a band, it's just, there's plenty of time. Well, and it's also like, these days I spend just as much time as I do just talking to people as I do pointing a camera at them, you know? That's like half the battle. Yeah, I was going to say, Ryan, Ryan Smith is really, you were really good at uh, making me look cool for one. You're really good at just like <laughs> the singer and telling me what to do and making me better. Because like at the time when we first did our first video, uh, you know, we were all just like, yeah, we're a band. We're a band. Who cares about being a lead singer and stuff? And you're like, nope, go over in the room, stand against that wall fucking give me a fucking performance and i was just like oh my god i was like fuck what do i do <laughs> and you made me look fucking awesome and you always did in all of our videos you know uh but you you're just fucking really good at that like bringing that out of me i'm not like a naturally crazy outgoing you know on stage yes but like you know that's hard to do and you always were great at making me do that and i'm sure, I'm pretty sure you're in that. it's a version of acting and when you get thrown into it like i remember you just being like uh Okay, even us watching you, like, oh, I'm he's like, just okay. gonna put Dan there and make him sing yeah. into the camera. Like, holy shit, that's uncomfortable <laughs> as fuck. I remember that. I was like, oh my god, I've never done this before. What the fuck do I do? And we fucking nailed it. Yeah. You're like, nope, yeah, it's perfect. Do it, do it better. Go harder, harder. Yeah. Give me more, give me more. And I'm just like, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was amazing. And yeah, I never would have looked that cool without without you putting me there or taking me there. You know. You know what's yeah. interesting about that? That was a uh, uh, I had noticed in hip hop videos or in R and B videos, they would put the singer in these confessional performances. That's what they're yeah. called, a confessional performance. Yeah, I didn't know um, that. Yeah, and we, we were the I would say, boy, we were definitely one of the first ones to bring mm -hmm. that shit. To you might have been, I yeah, because then Lincoln was doing it. Lincoln, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it was yeah. people were separating and putting the singer. Like, like, and I mean, again, it was very similar to what you were seeing in the hip hop world. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I look forward to confessional performances far more because you can do so much. I mean, it, 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 just even in edits, just having a few little things. Yeah. And I, as an, as a director, I like to have three parts. I mean, if beginning, middle and end, right. So you like to save something for the end. So to realistically to put the band in every damn shot is yeah. too much, you know, yeah separate things. Yeah. You know, it just makes it, makes it connect more. And we didn't understand that at the time, but later I'm like, wow, okay, well that's fucking perfect. Yeah. Cause the lyrics, obviously, you most know, most people connect with the lyrics. Yeah. But yeah. But to get there, like so much of that, you have to have that connection, man. Like you have to have that connection and that trust. And I, I think you're just exceptionally good at that. Cause I, just like Dan said, there's no way 
If if some dude walked, by, hey, uh, my name's Ryan. Um, I'm gonna point this camera at you. Go. It's like <laughs> yeah. you were just like, no. yeah. I, other people have not successfully got me to look or to perform like that. To and yeah, you you have some kind of magic and it works with yeah. everything you do. And it's you know it's it's obvious when you look at your work. But yeah, it, it blows it's my something mind. Something like yeah, it's something that I've become way more aware of. It's like oh shit, like. I can't just point a camera at somebody. I got to connect with them. I got to, I'll, I'll talk to somebody for a fucking half hour before I even yeah. pick up my camera, you know? Yeah. They're going to see eye to eye with you or, you know, there's, or, or you're going to know where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. It, it, just understanding everybody. Direct videos back in the day were hard because a lot of times if, the first time I would see a band was on the set. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, yeah. okay. And, and even then it's different than now you would tell this, the artist what to do now. I don't tell these artists what to wear. I don't tell anybody any just you know. I mean, if I need something on the frame, sure. But I don't tell mm-hmm. someone how to perform. You know, I remember telling artists like guitarists, you know, do this. You know, uh, you know like <laughs> I look back at that going, fuck. <laughs> you know, yeah, scary stuff. Yo, we're getting to the end here, so we're gonna wrap up, but not before we ruin all the serious shit that we talked about with something really fucked up. <laughs> so I asked uh, the patrons in Discord earlier to give me a good "Would you rather?" So everybody can answer this. But oh man, I think I I think I saw it, and I don't want to even hear it. God damn! I want to put you on the spot and fuck up all that serious shit that you said. <laughs> so and then we'll go out on a "We love you" yeah, note we'll after go that. Out on that. But yeah, go ahead, hit him with that dick talk. Him with that dick talk. <laughs> I, I just said we haven't we haven't talked about dicks on the whole. Usually our whole podcast is about dicks. So yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, give it to him. All right. Would you rather have to fuck a goat and nobody knows, or you get to pass on the goat fucking, but everybody thinks you did it and you can't convince them otherwise for the rest of your life? You have to live with one of those two situations. <laughs> Okay, that's not as bad as the one I saw. Okay, okay, that's way better. So quickly, I was in Banff on a jeep uh, job, and the uh, DP said the whole the whole ten days we were there was the fact that he kept saying, "Do you know that a goat pussy looks like a real fucking pussy?" <laughs> But every one of us were scared to look. You're like, what? Like, look up goat pussy. So we're like, but he swears that goat pussy. Is that that why this is a thing? Like, in history? Yeah, go on. My answer answer has to go with (laughs) what I just said, and that is, I would fuck a goat. (laughs) I'm pounding that goat out. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Literally, fuck it. Or just think I fucked a goat. I don't really care either way. It doesn't matter. Just knock it out. Let <laughs> me get done. I'm a pound a goat out and then kill it and eat some meat. Yeah, can we just do both? Just I'm gonna fuck the goat and then. then what would you do, Ryan? <laughs> I missed the question. I'm sorry. What was the okay. question? Would you rather have to fuck a goat and nobody knows about it? No one can ever know. It's okay. Or you don't fuck the goat, but everyone thinks for the rest of your life that you did fuck a goat and you can't convince them otherwise. Oh, I'm fucking the goat. 
And yeah. I don't really care if people think I fucked a goat either, but but Adam, you're <laughs> vegan, so what do you what's it's your, easier it's easier not to answer the what's, question. What's the vegan answer? Yeah, you can't not answer the question, first of all. That's not how this works. Is it animal cruelty if you fuck a goat? Um He's not he's not eating it. He's making the yeah. animal feel good. Yeah, you're pleasuring yeah. it. This should yeah. be a number one PETA standard. That's the app. <laughs> I don't know how to get the goat's consent, so that's uh, <laughs> you just, that complicates it. Hey, just ask it. You, you just get a dude goat and suck his dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an option. I have to fuck the goat, though. I have to penetrate the goat. Um, I think I would just... Uh, fuck, man. I, I wouldn't care if people thought I fucked a goat, but that might fuck up our whole career. Might be good for us. Who knows? <laughs> it worked for Ozzy with the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bat, but yeah. you're the goat fucking band. Yeah, we're the goat fuckers. It's not like fucking a baby like another band. So our... Ooh, no, we could. We just ask this, Adam. He said he'd fuck a goat. <laughs> Yo, that motherfucker ain't one of us. He said he'd fuck a sheep. <laughs> as long as it's not a baby goat, is what we decided. Fuck, man. I guess I. I guess I'd have to. I'd ask really nicely, hey goat, hey goat, do you mind if I fuck you? Hey goat. And then have to fuck the goat, I guess. So you would seduce it first? You'd seduce it first. Hey goat. Yeah. Good. You'd groom hey it? You'd be grooming hey goat. the goat? Uh, you, look, uh, you look a little tense. Your shoulders look a little tense. You mind if I rub those down? You just made a lot of goats horny just now. Good job. We're a bunch of dirty goat fuckers. Yep, that's fine. <laughs> fuck goats. Yep. Brian Smith, dude, we love you, man. Thanks for being on. Love you guys. You are amazing. Please uh, do uh, do some stuff with us again. I'm here for you. I'm I think I think problem. we we might have figured out some ways to get money for this next record. So uh, I'm here. We'll figure it out. <laughs> you just awesome. call. Dope. Absolutely. Miss you, guys. you too, bud. We miss you. I know you said um, you're not really on social media much, but for anyone who does want to find you on social media or your website, where can they find you? Um, it's spite at spideysmith.com, S-P-I-D-E-Y smith.com or at Spidey Smith. Nice. There you go. Check it out. Go go check his shit out. Thanks, dude. Good to see you. See you, Ryan. Awesome, guys. Bye, buddy. Later. Good times. Fuck yeah. Great oldies. Clue 103. Do we want to say anything else before we just wrap it? I don't know. It was really fun to talk to him. I haven't seen Ryan in a while, and Ryan Smith in a long time. I see this Ryan all the hey, time. Maybe Ryan and Ryan could start their own podcast. <laughs> yeah. Ryan squared, <laughs> but it's just about being squares. <laughs> <laughs> no he's like he's like my full-on fucking we have like bi-monthly sometimes weekly like hour-long conversations he's been a straight-up fucking mentor it's it's really cool if he he's was great. the sheep you would definitely fuck him <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> for Duh. sure no dude he's just uh, you know he's like, fucking awesome man he's great he's fucking awesome but one thing i can say about that dude he's a fucking legit artist people go through and they try to like Look how weird I am. Look at blah blah blah. Like the dude's just a fucking artist. Like he yep. like he's gonna do shit whether people are watching or not. He's gonna yeah. create whether people are watching or not. He's gonna do his thing. He's gonna live and breathe his thing. I that's that's everything to me. That's fucking everything. Yeah, you know, for exactly the right reasons. He like exactly. He's just, he just he's just always doing it because he loves it. And yeah, exactly. that's why he makes he's made us look cool many times because yeah. there's no agenda. It was just yeah. I like what you guys do. Let's fucking make something cool. And we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, and I know he like, at the end of the day, he just, it's just all about living a creative life and doing creative things. And I know that, I know that with absolute certainty about that dude. So I just, I have such a connection with him because all, there's just so much fucking posturing and so much like fucking fake lead singer shit and fake blah, blah, blah. blah, 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 blah. Look how arts, look how arts. Yeah. You know, dude, we've all, we've all seen it. Like, 
where the music's the la- the least important thing, and everything else takes precedence, you know, or the guy that just wants to appear super artsy and creative and stuff. But if no one was watching, they're not doing anything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I feel like that's why we connected. I remember getting back together because we like we've talked about this a little bit maybe after until the day I die. We we kind of had like our egos and we didn't quite understand the process and we were just like what the fuck's going on here and we just we didn't vibe in the beginning but then when we got back together for take me back we fully did fully collaborated on that and then it was like oh fuck we're we're gonna do every video together this is fucking sick we're at an actual partnership and it's it's been dope yeah well i think the first one was just it was just work for all of us it was you know he was meeting us we were meeting him we made a video we did work we didn't know how the process worked at all then we went did second video with Johan, which was fucking great too. But uh, I was gonna bring this up to Ryan, but uh, when we did the Kevin Kerslake video, I didn't want to badmouth <laughs> Kevin Kerslake, but I'm like, God damn it! Yeah. If Ryan Smith would have done that video, yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't care anymore. Is, it would have been a different video. Totally, it would have been, been a complete different video. He'd been like, Hey, this looks like a fucking <laughs> Metallica cover band. Like, we're not doing that. Metallica cover band that released an exercise video. Yes, exactly. Dude, we hundred percent should have fucking done that video with Ryan Smith, but. We would have sold more records. <laughs> I was just thinking about the crowd performance compared to the Until the Day I Die crowd performance. Yeah. Think about you remember that fucking crowd. I don't. Oh, this doesn't have it? to yeah. be in the podcast, but no, we can. Let's leave it in. I mean, it's fine. I'm just, yeah, we had it, that, we had that, that rockabilly dude who yeah. was just mad he was there. <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't. He had never heard of Story of the Year. The yeah, crowd yeah. was like just yeah, yeah. peep extras who yeah, had yeah. never well, heard of our band, and they're yeah, standing yeah. there and they're just like. Yeah, we don't care anymore. And they're like, they were bummed out to be there. Well, the I- the weird. idea though, the the original idea didn't have the crowd like actually close to us at all. Yes, and that's why they were supposed to just be regular extras because it didn't matter. We were like, just get a bunch of people because the original concept was that overhead shot where you see people walking in opposite concentric circles. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a lot of imagery, and there was supposed to be the whole thing spinning the whole time, and there was all this like cool conceptual shit that he and I talked about. A it bunch. was a completely as we talked about. We talked about treatments. It was a completely different video yeah. when we yeah. when we saw the treatment, when we all talked about yeah. it. Completely different than what we actually filmed. And I, I that was our most expensive video. I also too. think we got bamboozled by the fact that he did a Nirvana video. Yeah, he did Beastie Boys and Nirvana and blah blah blah. But there He's was great, also supposed you know? there was also supposed to be all the shit the reason that like for my, you know, twenty five percent of the vote, like where I was like, Okay, we can do this. Every time the camera panned around like one of those light pillars. It was supposed to be some like weird artsy shit, and like, yep. Yep. you know what I'm saying? A different like, thing was supposed to happen yeah. every time. Yeah, like yeah. we're playing, and then the next thing, uh, there's like some fucking chicken, like this mask doing this weird thing. The next time, like it was like supposed to be like this straight like '90s like artsy fucking, and all that stuff was completely cut out. And instead, we just look like he said he cool. he literally was like, yeah, totally, yeah, absolutely, that's what we're doing, that's what we're doing. And we filmed it thinking that was what yeah. was going to happen. Yeah, wrong, wrong. wrong. And then we just we were just singing to a fucking. Uh, Rockabilly guy who hated our band. God, that was so yeah. funny. Dave was I so was mad like, to be Jesus there. Jesus Christ, this is the worst shit ever. I mean, it's fine. The video is fun. At least, at least Ryan had a sweet headband on, yeah. so you totally Jesus redeemed us. Christ, yeah, <laughs> it, wow. Yeah, you did. Except for the, you know, the fact that it looks like a Sheena Easton Metallica Sad but True <laughs> mashup. Uh, yeah, people don't realize like there's that rockabilly guy standing in front of you hating his life they don't no they don't i know, see I all know. Those that other was things. just what i had to i had to see that the whole time so <laughs> yeah, I was that, that yeah. Definitely <laughs> up he was so bummed yeah it uh, wasn't the that, same as the uh the extras the the actual fans that we had for the until the day i die video there that energy is undeniable you know and that's crazy this might be weird to talk about uh because i i think there's some things that fans whether they know it or not 
there's probably some things they don't want to know. There could be some like, yeah, this is just too much information. Yeah, you like, don't want to ruin like something. I think you don't want to ruin it for a fan, but I'll just say yeah. this anyway. Uh, I remember getting, uh, um, it might've been Mark Webb. One of those dudes that was really hot right, at, right around that time wrote a treatment where like all these rebellious young kids yeah. were like doing all this, go around the city, like breaking stuff and Bob, like, like, cause you know, cause they don't care They're, anymore, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And we thought that was just like way on the nose and just cheesy and everything. And it probably would have worked better. It would have been fucking great. It would have been like a My Chemical Romance <laughs> it would, video. Yeah, it would, it would have been, been like pff, perfect. It just uh, like I just remember like we were just like this is fucking so cheesy. It's like what anarchy, bo? Like we just thought it was so <laughs> on the nose, you know? Yeah, we, we uh, were trying, rebellion and youth. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. We were so scared <laughs> yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to do anything with a video that <laughs> that directly re- reflected the lyrics. Like take me back was the closest yeah. thing. Like what? Like what you're supposed to do in a video? Right. Yeah. Like yeah. the the whole the thing with us in uh, we don't care anymore. It was all like metaphor. The idea of the people walking around in circles. It was like they were like robots almost, and it was like gears like of the machine. The whole thing was about like that whole song's about like we're mad about <laughs> success basically. <laughs> like we're mad at the label Look, for telling guys, us what to do and wanting us to make another. Guys, I'm gonna take responsibility. The lyrics aren't that yeah. great in that song. So. <laughs> The, the, there's not a lot to d- interpret on that video. Sorry. All, yeah, all yeah. the imagery as it was like spinning around was supposed to kind I'll of blame it on you, Adam. be metaphorical for the lyrics. Yeah, but dude, we don't care anymore. A bunch of fucking teenage kids run around fucking being anarchists, lighting shit on fire, <laughs> breaking stuff, skateboarding. We don't care anymore. It would have been fucking 25 times yeah, better. Yeah, it would have been fine as long as it was just badass and it would have been cool. Yeah, yeah. It would have been yeah. a big video. It would have been rebellion. It would have been fucking yeah, sweet. Yeah. And everybody would have been yeah, like, yeah. fuck yeah, I like that. I get that. I understand yeah. it. No, yeah, we didn't but do that. to play devil's advocate, that was the era of MTV. So anything badass and rebellious yeah. probably would have been cut out. That anyway. is true. The artisticness, art, 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 art yes, artistic uh, value of videos was much lower. We couldn't do anything. We literally we had to take out all the screaming in any of the songs mm-hmm. for the for the singles. It was just it was so regulated. I think it was the extra kick drum in the chorus. <laughs> it was <laughs> definitely Josh's fault. Yeah. 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 But if we would have done like hindsight's always always twenty twenty, but we could have taken Ryan Smith. We could have done it right in St. Louis and just made this really real gritty fucking fight clubish kind of rebellious we don't care anymore shit, and it would have been amazing. If you I know? was just murdering people like we don't care anymore. <laughs> stab, stab. stab. Like a literal literal murder. Yeah, yeah. That'd been cool. Yeah, I just uh unless you guys have anything more to Talk about how we ruined our career. Anything else? No? <laughs> the only reason I brought that up was because I wanted to say that to Ryan Smith, but I didn't also yeah. want to say it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, last thing I want to say about Ryan Smith, I just think it's fucking super dope that it's been like decades and the dude is still like fucking grinding, still getting after it, still doing like really cool, exciting work. It makes me like really happy. Yeah. It makes me super happy, you know? Because a lot of people like, you know, it's a weird fucking industry. Like when everything really, really got tough, you know, when the music for a couple of years essentially kind of became like free and everybody lost their job and the whole industry just took like, like so many people just fucking peaced out. It's like, eh, I'm done with yep. music, yep. you know, I'm going to do commercials. I'm going to for Southwest Airlines or peer into dog food, or I'm just going to go back to college and get a different job. Or so a lot of people just fucking called through in the towel, man. And Ryan Smith was like, nah, instead I'm going to like do photography too. And, uh, just stay creative and iterate and pivot and just fucking make make it work. And he did. You know? Heck yeah. It's very cool. Indeed. Very commendable. Inspiring. Hey, I know a band that kind of did that too. 
<laughs> Sody? It's yeah. ours. That's our band. It's, it's ours. It's ours is. That's us. Is. Us guys. That's the royal we. I'm done talking to you guys, man. Okay. Hey, if you want to find our band on social media, you probably already know. It's at Story of the Year. My shit's all at Adam the Skull. I'm at Dan Marcella. Hey, if you want to find me, just kind of look for it. <laughs> just find yeah. me. Come find me. <laughs> if you want to find me, just come, just kind of look for it. That's my answer too. See, last week, last week I didn't tell the people. Now I did. But if you want to support this podcast or this band, cool shit we're doing, you want to be in our Discord, on our Discord server, you want to do AMAs, live streams with us, and get access to all the stuff that normal listeners and everybody else don't get, you can go to patreon.com slash story of the year and become a patron at any tier. You'll get access to some cool shit. I'll hit up a Google search, you know what I'm saying? Or Google it. <laughs> You if you go to Google dot, you googly dot com. Hold up, Adam. You know how you're in the process of, uh, I'm inter- rudely interrupting you, and you're in the process of asking people to join our Patreon Discord and all that shit? Yeah. All right. Josh, two bears, one cave. You've heard mm. their plan to become billionaires, right? Yeah. Dude, we should start a campaign, a Kickstarter or something. We should steal their idea, but instead of billionaires, millionaires. Like, we just reach out to all our fans and see if they can help <laughs> us become millionaires. <laughs> That's what they're doing? Yeah, or the or or did you hear the last episode where they they like sold, just donations? They sold a TV show with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck yeah. without even asking yeah, yeah. them about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then the next episode, they were like, "All right, guys, here's the thing: don't mention you're gonna you're, you're don't pitch a TV show without getting everybody else on board." <laughs> we should just start a campaign. Be like, it'd be tight if we were millionaires. Like, basically, just do their whole plan. All right. And just see how many of our fans will just give us 10 bucks, 20 bucks. Where do we, we offer, where, where do we put it? Let's we offer it right nothing now. in return, though. It's just like, <laughs> let's do an experiment to see if so we can make it like become millionaires. Just like a, uh, what's the one where you just get money? Uh, GoFundMe? GoFundMe. Yeah, just Basically, get GoFundMe. Yeah. Like, we offer dollars. no services, no product, nothing. It's just a joke if, if we can become millionaires. And we should start the campaign and just as a joke, hey, see if we can million. fucking do it. It's a goal. And it has four to million. hit four million, so we each get a million. Let's 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 not be greedy. Just one million dollars. If uh, you no, know, it's like, be each, or else we're all bums. Yeah, one million dollars each. We're yeah. not millionaires. What, what am I supposed to do with a quarter of a million? What am I gonna do with two fifty? Fuck you. You know how much right. insurance is on a Ferrari? Right. Yeah, <laughs> we have, dude. We have over a million people a month just on. How Spotify. am I gonna run around with Ryan Smith and his Lamborghini? Hey, so if all those people just give us a buck, we'll be millionaires in thirty days. Adam, this is a great idea. Hold on, this is great. We're, we're doing. We're it. gonna we're gonna launch it right now. Yes. And all they have to do, <laughs> they can become a they can become a patron for one dollar if they want. Just give yeah. us one dollar. Oh, never mind. We already have Patreon. Yeah, yeah that's true. Just everybody become a patron. You can even do the, the three dollar one. But no, and- but this is why it's different because we're with Patreon. We're offering services and uh, yeah, we ain't got perks shit for this. <laughs> this is totally. We offered. We're giving you fucking nothing. This is total self-serving. Just fuck you. Let's be billionaires. Hey, this is total. Break yourself. Okay. Yeah. Right, so, Give me a so where are they going to do it though? Where are they going to do it? <laughs> well, we'll figure it out. We'll tell. We'll tell you next week. Hey, stay tuned. I don't know. We have to. Oh. We have to figure it out. But like, think about how, how dope it'd be if all of our fans came together and was like, "Dude, this would be awesome to make story of the year fucking okay, millionaires." No, I got it. We'll we'll say we'll we'll just we will elect uh, or we'll appoint Mike Ortiz and Mike Cronin. To make us a GoFundMe for us to be millionaires. All right. So whether it's GoFundMe or Kickstarter, whatever, but the, the, the message has to be clear. It's not charity. We offer nothing. It's just for fun. We want to yeah. become millionaires. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You've decided to become a bum. You know what that's called, Jules? 
a fucking bum. Let's also be clear, if we don't hit a million, we're keeping it either way. So. <laughs> yeah, we're not giving it back if we don't hit a million. If Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer, if they if they're they're trying it's their experiments to be billionaires. They have millions of viewers too. So But if they're trying to be billionaires, at least we could be millionaires. Yeah, yeah I get it. Okay. I'll just I'll take thousand airs, but let's go for a million first. Uh, at least yeah. a hundred thousand air. Well, hey, it's GoFundMe, so we get it all regardless. So <laughs> So stay tuned. We'll give you the link uh next week because we're setting it up. We'll write it in. Make sure it's uh, GoFundMe slash story of the year is not taken. I don't know if GoFundMe is the right platform. What is it? What do we do? I don't know. It's called uh, PayPal <laughs> slash <laughs> Dan's bank account. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, P.O. Box, send us checks. We're not going to announce it this week, but let's really think about it and launch a f- completely s- fucking like make store their millionaires campaign. Also, let's start a P.O. Box where people just send us gifts. Dude, it's not a bad idea because no band's done this and it's hilarious. Yeah. Let's yeah, fucking yeah. do it just for fun. A P.O. Box to send us presents and we'll send you a link to make us millionaires. Yes. Hey, you're supposed to, you were supposed to set it up. You're I, in charge. Hey, if I get the okay, I will set that up tomorrow. We, we all said okay. All right, cool. Hey. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Josh, scoop. Do we have to give Bert and Tom a cut because it was no. their idea? No. We publicly admit that we stole their idea. Oh, okay. To, that's, <laughs> that's, it. that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. If you publicly admit you stole somebody's that's idea, you are not paying for it. They, you can, people, they, like, they can't have a copyright been, on asking people for money. Yeah. <laughs> Bums have been doing this for hundreds of years. <laughs> Yeah, and also it doesn't count as stealing if you give them a cut. So if we really want to steal it, we have to fucking steal it. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, what? I said yeah, but I, I didn't even know what you said. Yeah. If we if we give them money, then it's like it's like in Take Me Back when those kids throw the money when they oh, steal the beer. It. We need to really steal the beer. They don't get anything. Yep. All right. Let's wrap. All right. We're going to be done now. Everybody. Um, we're going to be millionaires is what you meant to say. That's what I meant to say. Everybody, thanks for listening. Josh, I hope you had a good time on the podcast tonight. Suck one!